Welcome to episode 328 of Live Happy Now. These days, many of us are taking a more hands-on approach to our health, and this week's guest is going to explain why both physical and mental well-being are all in the gut. I'm your host, Paula Phelps, and this week I'm joined by Dr. Sabine Hazen, a leading researcher and practitioner in the field of the gut microbiome. She's here to talk about what a gut microbiome is, how it affects our overall well-being, its important role in boosting our immune system, and how to discover if your microbiome needs improvement. Let's start learning. Well, Dr. Sabine, welcome to Live Happy Now. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is a wonderful conversation that we're about to have, and it's a really important one because, you know, as, as we're recording this, our cases of COVID are going up, and I think a lot of people are really feeling helpless about what they can do. And the key to health is obviously a healthy immune system, but I feel like there's a lot of things that haven't been discussed about what that really means. My whole thing is, well, what about prevention with gut health? What about, isn't the immunity in your gut? Isn't your microbiome? your immunity. We define health as a person that's like exercising, you know, looking good, feeling fit. But then you hear those people, you know, end up dying of COVID, you know, like the athlete that dies of COVID. Did he die of COVID because of the fact that his gut microbiome was dysbiosed, out of balance in a way, right? And so I think this is what we need to focus on. A lot of people don't necessarily know what you mean when you say gut microbiome. So mm-hmm. can you explain to us what that is and why it's so critical to our immune system? So our gut microbiome is essentially the diversity of all these microbes. In It's a mini universe. Your gut is a mini universe. And it encompasses basically trillions and trillions of bacteria, viruses, fungus, parasites in some people, but it's all in balance, right? The majority is bacteria. And so bacteria is way bigger than a virus, for example. And so that's in your gut. So that, you know, not to be graphic, but that lump in the toilet that you see (laughs) are those trillions of microbes that exist in the gut. Now, each one of these microbes does something. So some of them absorb vitamin B, some of them metabolize fats, each one, and not necessarily each one, but really the relationships with each other, you know, how they are relatively abundant, right? So in other words, I've got, you know, so much good stuff or I've got so much bad microbes, right? The process of aging even is those microbes that are just the good microbes disappearing. The future is looking into the universe of the microbiome and seeing that these microbes together are so diverse, but yet they create a healthy individual. The diversity of these microbes creates health, creates improvement. And so You know, it's the same thing as humanity. Some people think that humanity can just survive with one race. You can't. You cannot have humanity with one race. You need every single races, gender, everything to make humanity survive. So the microbiome is just teaching us that. If you lose the diversity of the microbiome, you lose health and the person starts having multiple diseases. 
it doesn't just affect our physical health. It also affects our mental health. It looks like, looks at things like anxiety and depression. Those are also affected by our gut microbiome. Is that correct? hundred percent. So a person that is happy is really because of what's living in their gut microbiome. Well, let me ask you about, because the people who are listening are going to want to know more about, okay, so I've got this microbiome. How do I know if it's healthy? Because, you know, it's not like we can easily like go to Walgreens and take our heart rate. We know what our resting heart rate is. We can look at our Apple watch, but measuring your gut bacteria is completely different. So how does someone know if they have a healthy or an unhealthy microbiome? Well, and that's a very interesting question, right? So that's, you know, we're at the beginning of all this. So it's definitely not there yet to say, oh, you have healthy or not. There are a couple things that we have. There's a consensus amongst physicians and amongst the medical community and the scientists that do microbiome research. There are a couple things that we have noticed. Yes, you know, if you have a low Shannon index, that's not healthy. And now, what's a, what is up, that? Can you tell that's us? That's a diversity index. Okay. That means you're not as diverse in your microbiome. So that's the first thing is, are you diverse or are you not diverse? So that's the first, you know, rule. So, and remember, again, if you learn anything from today, it's diversity equals health, loss of diversity equals disease. Much like planet earth and every human being on the planet, diversity of humanity is a healthy planet. Loss of diversity is a non-healthy planet and humanity will go extinct. And I say this because, you know, I want to spread the message that we have to look at the microbiome because it gives us a hint onto what's going to happen to humanity. Mm -hmm. The microbiome is leading. We could see that with COVID right now. A virus has put civilization on stop, right? It's right. basically, we're all freaking out. We're all getting vaccinated. We're all worried about treatment. We're all getting treatments. You know, what did that? A virus. So we need to understand this virus and we need to understand what neutralizes this virus at the microbiome level, at the gut level. In other words, once the virus gets into the gut, so that's the first thing of a you know healthy microbiome. What's your diversity like? Are you diverse in your microbes, right? Unfortunately, we are not pushing education of healthy nutrition. We are pushing drugs. We are pushing, right. don't stop eating the steak. Here's a cholesterol pill so that you can keep eating the steak. So and, let's and talk about this because this is something I'm super interested in because yeah. can we talk about some of the things yes. that people might be eating that are giving them a unhealthy gut microbiome. And then let's talk about what the healthy things are, because for one thing, I want to know how it's affected by things like sugar and aspartame. What does that do to our microbiome? So in order to do that, we have to actually put patients on aspartame and test their microbiome before and after to see what that does. Same thing with sugar. Nobody really has done these kinds of studies. Even our lab, we did studies with fat where we gave fat and it wasn't me actually, it was at University of Arizona. We worked with them. We were the lab that did the microbiome studies for them. And what we noticed is that when you fed mice a fatty meal, their microbiome changed and worsened. And not only that, inflammation started occurring in these mice. We knew that if you gave people a fatty meal, they would gain weight. 
but we didn't know what was the mechanism of action by which it happened. I mean, we had all these hypotheses, but now we get to look at the microbiome and see, wait a minute, these bacteria were high before giving the fatty meal, and then they dropped after the fatty meal. So definitely a dysbiosis or an imbalance occurred after feeding these mice a fatty meal. And then from there, disease process started. So it all starts in the microbiome. It starts with essentially you give something to your gut and then that starts the domino effect. I take antibiotics. Now I can take that yogurt to counteract the antibiotics effect, right? And I keep taking yogurt, the Activa yogurt, for example, to counter out the antibiotic effects. And then that improves my gut. Otherwise, if I don't supplement with the Activa yogurt, which has a lot of good microbiome in there, then essentially what happens is I keep deteriorating my gut to the point that disease starts setting in. And how does disease sets in is when you have an imbalance or when you have a loss of diversity, like I explained before, when you you know, you have space in your colon. So it's like rent, right? So the good bugs are gone. So they leave room for bad bugs to go in, right? So for the average listener who's out there and is realizing like my diet is not super healthy. And so maybe my system isn't because as you mentioned earlier, we tend to think, well, I run, I do these, I exercise, I do these great things. So I'm healthy, but it does come down to our diet. So What are things that people should be eating to have that healthier gut microbiome? Well, it's a loaded question because we're all different. And so if we're all different, how can we possibly be eating the same foods, right? Right. What's good for you is not necessarily good for me, right? So over the years, I tend to never put myself in that hole of, well, everybody should be eating this and everybody should be eating that because, you know, it's personalized medicine. So, so what I types of foods should they start looking at? Because we've already said yeah, avoid, you know, fast food, things like this, the fatty foods, things that we know. Well, I mean, are- I think I think on a general point of view and I think consensus, you know, a low fat diet is a good thing, you know, just moderating everything, you know, diversifying your foods, not sticking to the same diet every single day. If you're a junky food eater, then probably stop the junk and just minimize it. So how does someone know if they have a healthy microbiome? Well, if they have, if you have no problems and you have no digestive problem, what we did notice is patients with GI symptoms tend to have a worse microbiome than non-GI symptoms. And that data will be showing up in the future and you'll look out for them. Everything affects your gut microbiome. Everything, vitamins, the wrong vitamins affects your microbiome. The wrong nutrient affects the microbiome. Everything you put in your gut can affect the microbiome. And at some point it's all in the consumptions, right? Are you overdoing it? So if you drink a glass of red wine and you basically that they've shown that it actually improves the gut microbiome. However, if you drink a bottle of red wine, (laughs) you're killing your gut microbiome, right? Because you're sterilizing your gut. So if someone is interested in learning more, well, one, we're going to give them links to your site, to your book, 
There are certain ways, but like right now, what's the one thing that you, as we sign off, you want them to remember and actionable advice to help them start improving their gut microbiome? So the first thing is, and I I say this as a caveat and don't quote me on science or research. This is purely anecdotal and I'm definitely the first person to say it, you know, decrease stress. I think we see that people that meditate, that breathe, that take time for themselves, you know, work hard, but play hard. Those people are balanced and tend to be healthier. Right. And I think we could see that without doing a big study, but we could see it at an anecdotal level. I think overdoing of anything affects your microbiome. If you're doing alcohol, if you're over drinking, you know, and you're not healthy, probably time to stop drinking, you know, all these clues that, you know, these blood tests that become abnormal is because you did something to your microbiome. So if you know that that's not a good practice, probably again, on an anecdotal, you know, thought until we write the data, not a good idea to do, you know, too often people live in a stressful job, stressful environment, you know, cut down the stress. Well, you've given us so much to think about. And as I said, we're going to direct the listeners, uh, give them links to your book, to your page, so they can learn more about you and the work that you're doing and learn more about their own gut microbiome. So thank you for sitting down and having this conversation with me. My pleasure. My pleasure. That was Dr. Sabine Hazen, a leading researcher and practitioner in the field of the gut microbiome. If you'd like to learn more about the work that she is doing or order her book to learn more about gut health, just visit us at livehappynow.com and follow the links. That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one.